Hey, everybody. I'm Cameron. And I'm Zach. I know everything. I don't know as much. But you're learning. Yay! And this is the Watching You Watch podcast. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so, if you've been tuning in, uh, we've been doing Game of Thrones. We've been watching through it. We're now in season two of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen everything. I've watched through, and this is Zach's first time through it. And so, yes. I'm kind of leading him on a wonderful journey of discovery and fun and death and, and good sadness things. and self-discovery and self-discovery so <laughs> <laughs> um so today we just finished watching um uh episode three of season two entitled what is dead may never die this is one of my favorite episodes oh. guys i thoroughly enjoyed this episode the first time i watched it zach what about you what were your feelings? I, this was very good. This is we're we're finally like reaching this season's stride and like things are happening and alliances are like cemented. Oh my goodness. I love I love the Tyrion play where he finally like weeded out the weak link, which was Pycelle. I kind of, of had it's Pycelle. I had yeah, I had my thoughts, which my favorite part of that whole scene was not the two gold thing, but the fact that like he got his beard cut off. Oh, I know. And it's then so like petty. he was able to hold off a barbarian and brawn almost. It's so perfectly petty though. <laughs> Everything yeah. about that scene. Um, but we'll get that, to get to that later. There is a lot to unpack in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we finally get to see Renly um, for the first time in with season a beard, two. with a beard, <laughs> among other things. I mean, he has a and wife. a wife. Yeah, a wife. He equipped his waifu. <laughs> uh, but let's let's go through a little bit. I wanted to unpack um, that first scene where Catherine. Uh, uh, Katniss. Kat, yeah, I, I'm getting it wrong now too. <laughs> Catlin. Yes, it's infectious. It is um, where Catlin goes uh, to see Renly for the first time, and mm-hmm. um, you know, <gasps> there's that night battle. There oh yeah, my babe Bray. Sure Bray. Yeah. Okay, so you're referring to Brienne of Tarth as Bray. Yeah. Okay. I I, I mean, what what brought this on? She was awesome. <laughs> oh, okay. So she's like Brienne plus Bay Bray. Is that? What oh, I said my Bay Bray. But Bay Bray. Yeah. I'm I'm just so very confused. I thought they called her Bray. I don't know. I no. tried. It's Brienne. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be Bray. Um, Anyways, so yeah. So Brienne is. We, this is the first time we see her. She she beats Loris in um, combat, and then. He um, pouts. He pouts. He's very huffy about it. <laughs> um, but then Renly is like, hey, like, since I'm king, uh, I can give you anything you want because you just you just bested my best warrior in mm-hmm. in combat. So what do you want? And then she's just like, only to be able to sit in your king's guard and be one of your honored few, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you make of that request? I thought it was very interesting um she seems my sort of thoughts to this is is she's one of those like baratheons just should succeed and maybe she like caught wind of weird um fire cults not fire cult well, remember the fire cult stannis is, is stannis's stuff, stuff. that doesn't yeah. seem to be renly's shtick yeah but she's totally for renly maybe i don't i don't know it's very i would like to see more of this there's obviously more to it I, I don't know. I like that she's not a lady and she can wreck face. Yes. And it's awesome. I kind of like how you see uh, Catelyn's expression as she's kind of talking with Brienne. You kind of get mm-hmm. the sense like, oh, okay, I like this girl. No, yeah, like immediately. Like Katniss typically doesn't have a lot of facial expression towards things, but when she likes something, you can kind of tell. And her actor does a great job of just sort of like showing that like small smirk of approval. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's I, very good. It, it is. I love that whole scene. There's there's so much going on. Like Catelyn being like, you know, my son is actually leading a war, not playing at one. And everyone's like, oh no, she didn't. didn't. And then and then Renly's like, all right, all right, you got me. Now yeah, let yeah. me go pray. Okay, with my boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of Renly's war, though, this is the first time we've seen Re- Renly in season two. As I said, um, yeah. He's been way silent. He has been very silent, but you get this sort of implication that there's been a lot of rallying, a lot of gathering. Um, yeah, 100,000 men. Uh-huh. So even though he hasn't quite entered the war yet, I just kind of wanted your impressions of how you think Renly's war campaign is going to go when he eventually enters it. Ooh, now that's the thing. I think that um, C- Catelyn is calling him very straight on this and that, he may have the forces. Yeah, that's nice. Numbers can win. But I don't know if he has the experience or the talent to lead a good war. Well, he does seem to have a lot of, like, f- loyalty. Like, fanatical yes. almost yeah. loyalty. Um, Which is between, interesting. Yeah, between, like, Brienne. But, like, also everybody there seemed very enthused yeah. about having Renly as Even king. his wife who knows that, you know, he's getting jiggy with her brother. <laughs> you know, and she's very chill about that whole it's, thing. Yeah, that I I found that to be one of the more interesting interactions right. in this entire thing. It's like, oh, so we're just going to do this to make sure you have children to make you legitimate king because I'm in your camp. Which I don't know if it's more because she's like, you know, my brother, you make my brother happier or like what. I, it's weird because... For once, it doesn't seem like this character has, like, I'm in this for me motivations. Well, I, I'm, there's a little bit of, like, she's in it for, like, she seems to imply that she's in it for Renly, you know? Yeah. She's just like, listen, like, your, your, your thing's not going to work unless you start acting like a king. And part of you acting like a king is getting me pregnant. Mm-hmm. Give, get me a baby. Yeah. That's, I don't know. It's just interesting. Yes. So that was Marjorie Tyrell. She is Marjorie. I thought it was Audrey. I tried. <laughs> no, it's Marjorie. She's she's the sister of Loris, um, and they are both um, the the kind of the children <laughs> of the Tyrell family. They're a big family yeah, in Westeros. Westeros. Okay. Um, so Tyrell. yes, the Tyrells. Um, All right. So what were your first impressions of Marjorie beyond that? Like, what did you make of her? She very much has the presence it's going to take. I think she knows the role she needs to fulfill. And it's interesting how she's like trying to get everything into place. She's like a female Varys. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I also have to ask this on a scale of Ned to Tyrion, <laughs> how, how good do you think she is at playing the game? Um, I'd say that she's like, um, Hmm. If in the middle of the scale is like a perfect blend of both of their faces, I'm saying she's about like three fourth Tyrion. Three fourth Tyrion. She's about like a <laughs> like a three fourth to the Tyrion side. And yet there's just that hint of compassion that reminds you of yeah. Ned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. <laughs> she's got like both of the worlds, and she's also like got like the the sort of like snark and wit and humor to true to I, deal I with all this stuff. I just love that scene. She's like, oh, like sh- like you need to put a baby in me, but we can bring Loris in. Like we, that can, we, be we fun. can do whatever you want. And he's just like. Ah, crap. She's, well, it's funny because he gets so wrapped up in like, ah, crap. People know. People know. Yes. I thought I was doing a good job. I'm a joke. <laughs> yes. and But like the whole time like he's trying to play it smooth, like, I'm sorry. I've had, had too, too much, much wine. wine. Yeah. And, and then she's, she's like. It's so funny. She's, she's like, like yeah. no problem. We can yeah. get Loris. <laughs> <laughs> I realized from that moment when I first watched the show that I was going to love Marjorie's character. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 she. Yeah. 
she says it like she, like it is, but she's also very cunning and smart and yeah. also kind, you know, in yeah. a strange way. Like even though she's a little bit Weird like way. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean she's she's naked and she's like trying to seduce him, but it's, you know, not really just working. Just making love to his beard, that's it. Yeah, just that. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't really go exactly, I think, how she maybe wanted it to go. But she but knows how to get things to move. It, it, she, things do seem to be moving She's in that direction. a mover and a shaker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was Renly's camp, the first time we've gotten to see it in season two. Let's talk about some of the other uh, big factions that we get to see uh, in this. Uh, Namely, ooh. we get to see Greyjoys yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, Greyjoy time. Um, so Balon Greyjoy is basically like... Listen, guys, the Starks, they ain't got nobody up in Starkland. So let's, so let's, let's go pillage. Get them. Let's go get them. Um, yep. And, of course, um, Theon has some feelings about that. What did you think of Theon's initial, like, wavering about He that? initially played it high, thought he was going to play it, and then he went full Greyjoy, and you don't go full Greyjoy. Now he's stuck. Yep, now he's stuck. Because he just he just wants he couldn't get over his daddy issues. Just give him a Gundam, he couldn't give over it. Um and <laughs> anybody yeah. who gets that reference, gold star. Gold stars. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. I was it's not that I didn't expect that to happen. It was one of the two options. He was either gonna play double agent, be conflicted, or just go full Greyjoy. Uh, so I mean, he did. I I I like that he wavered. That Theon but has still. the subtlety for that, though. Yeah, that's the thing. He's not very subtle, and he's also in it mostly for him. So it's like I'm gonna sit here with my dad and my sister who I hate, and it's gonna be super awkward, and I'm not gonna get to be king so easy. So right. time to start. Time to start making a name for myself and kill all the fishermen. Watch out for them nets. <laughs> yep. I love Yara. God, yes. I love her. Speaking of Yara, too, we finally get to address the fallout a little bit of that scene where we first met her and, like, Theon's kind of groping her and feeling her yeah. all up. Oh, and it she really was just sizing him up to see what kind of man right. he was. And she just is, like, on top of it, and she's pointing out, like, how much of a joke he is. And he is just indignant, indignant everywhere, indignant right. to his father, indignant to her. And she's like, you left me like a puppy you hated. And he's just like... <laughs> I don't have time for this. And he just goes away. Do you think Yara went too far in trying to prove a point, though, about him? I don't know. If the point she was trying to prove that her brother was a pervert, maybe it was something that was pertinent to bring up. (laughs) Like, maybe I had to get felt up to prove that point. No, she probably didn't have to, but I don't know. It's The thing with it is, is she knows she's playing a power play because she knows that it's her and him in line for the throne, and she is now... If they're like playing the game, she's winning. She's got the blue, like she's got the good properties. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit. Well, at least for for Greyjoy territory, yeah. she does. I and mean, it's the mental game. She's she, right. Yeah, yeah, he's always on the defense. I mean, Daddy knows where his true his true strengths lie, and it's with her, not Theon. Like, yeah, that's, that's no. And it's the sad, unspoken truth that he just, you know. Yeah, it's, just you know, the way it's it like is. Theon comes back there and he's like, this is the homecoming I've always dreamed of. This is going to go so well. Daddy's going to gonna love gonna me. Great. He's going to give me a, a He's going to give me a new you know? car. My sweet 16 is going to be so great. Yeah, because <laughs> he wasn't there for the first time around. his car was drowned in the sea and given to the drowned god. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yay. <laughs> um, Best homecoming ever. It is. Um, let's also move on to i think probably the biggest highlight of this episode and that happens in king's landing 
Um, mm. We get to see Tyrion pull a pretty yeah, yeah, boss yeah, maneuver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you mind summarizing that up for us? Okay, Tyrion. Oh my goodness! At first, it, I <laughs> I have to say that when I got the cut, but at first when it went immediately from Pycelle to Varys, like in the cut, I was like, "Oh, what sorcery is this? How does Varys know how to do magic?" Right. So yeah, like in the scene, like he's trying to explain some stuff to the people in the small yeah. council, but it shifts between the them. The moral cuts. of the story is, is he's telling them to sell off Cersei's daughter to different places so he can know who leaks the information. Because the most important thing that he makes very explicitly clear a lot of the time is, "Don't let my sister know." Yep. And <laughs> lo and behold, it comes down to the place that he told Pycelle. And he corners him doing his not-so-old-man business in his bedroom. Yep. And, a, a and nice then he's, prostitute. like, just all like, I'm loyal to this person, and I'm loyal to this person, and I'm loyal to this person. He's like, yeah, I'm done with this. Cut off his beard, take him to the dungeon. Hooray! <laughs> and then he <laughs> tactfully gives two gold to the... To the nice lady to the for her trouble. Yep, <laughs> she's a companion. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. So he basically pulls a boss maneuver. He oh, so he's broad. now taken out um, a couple of his maybe enemies within the court. He's taken out Jano Slint. He's oh, taken yes. out uh, Pycelle. Uh, do you think there's anybody else that maybe might be on that list that not to take Tyrion out, to but out? he's totally buddying up with Varys, right? Like I feel like for once Varys, like he plays the game in a way that Varys enjoys. So I feel like Varys is not really going to do anything bad yeah. to him, I which think, is great. I, I think out of all, everybody there, Varys which is has nice. the best reaction. To yeah, it. because they were at odds to start, and now they've come to an understanding. I like right. it. They their conflict is already kind of resolved. Right. As well as he got Shay to be, after some some pouting and some poor wordplay, Shay is now Sansa's <laughs> handmaid, and yes. that is phenomenal. Um, how do you think that that's going to go for Shay and for Sansa? How do you think that's going to go? Real good. Sansa's <laughs> just in a mood because she gets in moods because she got right, She's a little Joffrey'd. bit of a prima donna when, yeah. when, when Shay first shows well, up yeah, there. Yeah, because but she's like, upset. where's my chambermaid? Uh, but she was already upset. I don't know. I can sympathize and not sympathize with Sansa, like, in every scene she has. Right. The, I mean, the poor girl, she just... <laughs> Any any time that she's on screen, you just feel so bad for her. Every time she's on so screen, bad. she has tears in her eyes, legitimately. Right. <laughs> I I feel so bad for her. Um, but I I mean, Shay is probably going to be an interesting counterbalance to, to her. that. I feel like she's going to be the handmaid that Sansa needs. Yeah. Do you think like Shay could be that confidant? Uh, there, yeah, or... and also one that teaches Sansa how to play the game because Sansa is ready, but she has no one on her ring, and she is not stupid enough to go just like looking for someone. And now someone's been literally plooped in her lap. <laughs> so, so are you saying that you think Shay has has them skills to play the game? Uh yeah, you think so? She plays Tyrion. I mean, she does play Tyrion like a fiddle. <laughs> she does get what she wants this episode. She does. Yeah. Instead of being a scullion, she ends up. As a chambermaid, and I guess that's a vast improvement. And now she can be a fancy French maid, so everything works out. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I want to go back to Tyrion real quick here. Um, no problem. Because we, we kind of talked a little bit already about how, um, like, he, he succeeded at playing everybody. He obviously made um, Cersei very mad about uh-huh. the whole thing. 
what what do you think some of the consequences of that maneuver that Tyrion pulled are going to be? How how do you think that the fallout of that is going to play out? I think his sister's going to have him under more surveillance and she's going to somehow even be more surly to him, especially if she figures out it was just a ploy to do something behind her back. I feel like that would be something that would really, really just like get under her skin that he would do that, especially since Pycelle was like 100% in Cersei corner. And so I think that there is going to be some serious fallout, most between him and Cersei, but this may be the point where she goes more hard in the Littlefinger thing because Littlefinger is a wee bit slighted that he pulled the Katniss card and true <laughs> just danced around saying, oh, don't worry, there's more plans for you. And, <laughs> and yet, like, Littlefinger seemed to be okay with this. He's like, oh, yeah. well, okay, this, okay. Yeah, well, of the people who are left, that's how I could see it going, mm-hmm. but not necessarily that it will. There is that slight possibility. I'm putting it at like a 45%. Um, 55 Tyrion, 45 (laughs) Cersei. Well, she points out, though, that the only reason why Tyrion's there is because of a piece of paper their daddy signed saying, Tyrion gets to be hand in my stead while I'm doing a war. Oh, goodness. What happens when he's not the hand is what I'm worried about. Right. And, well, also, though, she is very, like, threatening, like, oh, well, Ned Stark had a piece of paper, and look what we did to him. Exactly. Although, that won't go over too well. Daddy's just not going to kill one of his family members. I mean, he kind of already tried to kill Tyrion, though, in season one. But he's going to do it in an honorable way. They're not going to, like, have a public execution kind of thing. He's going to so? do something like that to his son. He'd send his son out into combat until he would die. He wouldn't be the kind of person to be like, my son was a traitor and all this in front of the world because that tarnishes his family's image. So if something's going to happen, it's going to be either really underhanded or it's going to be, you know, like in the line of honor and duty and making our family look cool. <laughs> so the Lannisters still look good, even if one of their own goes astray. Exactly. Gotcha. That's that's how they play, especially if Daddy Lannister gets home. Cersei's playing it hot and loose because she doesn't have her her bro boyfriend and like anything under control. Mm-hmm. Her son is basically one snap away from killing her, and she doesn't have her her lover and um, her little brother is there. I don't know if he's actually older or younger than her, but I'm just going to say little because of stature is there (laughs) just causing her all this trouble. And she knows she's probably not performing well enough for daddy and everyone in the Lannister family has daddy issues. Oh, of course. But I mean, she, I mean, it's brought up when Tyrion first gets there. It's like, um, hello, you let Joffrey kill Ned Stark, our biggest bargaining chip. And Oh, by the way, this is your fault that we're at war right now. Basically is what he says. Yeah. And he's not wrong. He's he's not wrong. And it's kind of like Cersei plays all high and mighty a little bit there. She's just like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, this shouldn't have happened. And, and Tyrion's like, you're you're just dodging the question, honey. Yeah. And you're angry and, oh, you pushed me. Oh, because you're bigger than me. Wow, good job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one other, other scene that I thought was really interesting um, is the scene where Cersei and Sansa and... Um, you see Marcella and Tommen, the other two Lannister children, they're having dinner together. Um, and it's the first time we get to see Sansa in a long time, but um, yeah. they're just having dinner and Marcella's trying to make conversation there. 
And she brings up weddings. She does bring dresses. up the weddings. Yes. And um, Sansa's going to cry again. <laughs> except she doesn't. She says nothing. And then Cersei tends to pry. I'm just curious what you make of that scene. What's going on between Cersei and Sansa? What's going oh on gosh. in there? It's, it seems so very complicated. Cersei is trying to keep her under her thumb. I think it's interesting she says to her son, it's like, did that feel good? When he, she knows she like he put a pointed question to Sansa Mm -hmm. because like regardless of the response it was going to hurt her it wasn't very nice Mm -hmm. regardless of the situation but at the same time Cersei still acknowledges that Sansa is under their thumb and that she is going to be on their team and she had best stay on their team because that's the way it's gonna be because Mm -hmm. I'm Cersei And it's like, it's it's interesting. It, I, you almost get a glimpse of how Sansa's playing the game already when she just says all the right things and not in like a begrudging way. Like she oh, tries yeah. to actually sell it. Yeah. When oh, she's no. like, when, she does. when Cersei's just like, hey, like the princess just asked you a question. You need to answer. And, and then she apologizes and is like, you know, gives the, oh, she I'm gives a fairly give, eloquent answer. To yeah. It. I'm going to like, you know, I just hope the fighting's over as soon as possible so I can give my body and service to the king. <laughs> I love Joffrey. Did I say I love Joffrey? I love him. I love him so much. I want to have his babies. Uh, she doesn't mean it. She, she is getting so good at faking it. She's getting better. I agree. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to our weekly wrap-up questions. A lot of stuff happened this week, and I'm very curious um, about how you think it's all going to go down. We saw a couple uh, more Starks than we've seen before. Oh my we saw John. We saw yeah, and we Catelyn. we're finally getting to see that Lady Branflakes is accepting his call to become the ultimate werewolf Stark <laughs> fighter. Yes, we did get a brief scene with Bran back in Winterfell. So my question for you is: Stark of the Week. We finally have a few more contenders than we've had in the past uh, episode oh, or so. Shoot. So who who do you give Stark of the Week to this week? I I duh, it's Arya. Arya, <laughs> that one. <laughs> what did Arya do though this time that really warranted it? Um, she made a hopeless situation survivable by 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 putting off the whole like oh that kid has the helmet oh you killed you killed Gendry uh, that's yep. him that's Gendry he has the helmet and they don't have any other way to know and actually that fixed their claims a lot better because all the Baratheon children had been <laughs> of yellow hair like him you mean of uh, dark hair like. Robert, whereas all the Lannister children have been of yellow hair, like <coughs> Lannisters. Yeah, well, you know, but the, <laughs> but you know, faithful Lannisters can only see through their gold-colored glasses. That's true. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so Arya gets it again. I, I think she's your your like runaway. She keeps on winning. Person, I can't help it. it. Well, I mean, what? I mean, Catelyn was great, but she didn't do too much. She just got to meet. Brienne and like well, just kind of talked to Rinley. banter pretty well there though. Oh she no, that was own. that was like top three of banter from the episode. But <laughs> um, yeah. Well, maybe she's a contender for the crown this week. Who would you give the crown this Ooh, week based upon how well nope, they played the nope, game? Nope, that's Tyrion. Oh Tyrion? my goodness, I'm so happy that someone finally weeded out Pycelle. You know, out of out of everything, I don't think you can say anybody else. I think maybe Marjorie you could give maybe second place a too. Bit because she understands. The thing with it is none of her plans have been set into motion. The thing with it is Tyrion set a plan into motion in an episode and saw it come to fruition by the end. Yes, and that's have true. generally great consequences for him. Marjorie just understands what she needs to be doing. Right. Like she would be the very close runner up. I agree with you on that. <laughs> and then Kat Lynn. 
Yes, Catlin, Catlin and I. So we, we have like a you know podium ranking right now where you can see Tyrion at the top there. <laughs> yeah, but he's still probably shorter than everyone else on the other podiums. Probably. <laughs> Especially if it was Brienne. I don't know how to put her into this, but I want her in there. Oh my gosh, yes. She's like holding up the flag she's, behind them. No, she's holding up the pedestal of all three she's of them on it. She's holding the pedestal. Yes, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. What? And I had another stinking... I almost learned his name oh, and he died. Let's talk about this. Is that... This is this is the recurring theme. I almost learned someone's name. I kind of like them, and then they die. And it's Let's like see he's saying his backstory. It. He's probably gonna die, and he does. And can I'm like, you well, this remember is garbage. His name. Uh, play the game show music. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way. His uh, name is, is Yorin. Yorin. Okay. Yes. So it's like it's one of these. Alas, poor Yorin. Zach never knew the moments here at the yeah. end. Last <laughs> poor urine. I learned your backstory. I liked you, and then you died. And then you died. That's how things tend to work sometimes in Game of Thrones. And all the time. It's happened like five times already. Let's. We actually have death in this episode now too, so we can talk about oh. uh, best death, worst death. So who uh, had the best death? Death. Who had the worst death? Oh snap. Uh boy. I think. That's kind of tough. I feel so bad for the one of the little the little kid at the uh, end where he's getting helped up. Is his name? Oh, poor poor little Lamy. <laughs> I but the thing with it is the way that Yorin got killed was also terrible. It was and sad because that's the freaking Lannister move: get into a, an honest fight, so you can't kill them, stab them in the back of the leg, and then stab them a bunch of other times. You know this is the this has happened again. The Lannisters just just love to stab things. They just love to stab things in the leg from behind, like a bunch of. A-holes. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> oh, Zach. Um, okay, well, n- could we maybe quantify it in the way of, like, so Yorin goes out swinging, so maybe he yeah, has Yeah, I feel like it was a good death. death because I feel like he knew it was going to happen and he went out how he wanted, which is how I justify that being a quote-unquote good death. But I feel like little Lamo was, that was just so sad. Oh, I mean, boy dying, even though mommy. he was, yeah, even though it was like, he was a little bit of a punk. It was he just was a so bit of a sad. Punk. Yeah. But no one deserves to get like freaking stabbed and like choke on their own blood. It is. It's no. just so sad. And like the way it all happens is so, is just so brutal because he has a crossbow bolt in his leg and then he's just like, help me, you need to carry me. And the guy's like, oh, I'll help you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, no. Bloop. There's a, there's a knife there for you. Oh, and it's gosh. worth it to and point it's out too. Needle. Yep, he stabs him with needle. It's Arya's sword. That he took their... I think that to me is the saddest part about yeah, it that no. he did that with Arya's sword. Yeah, with his friend's sword. That's just awful. But at least Yorn goes out well. I love the part where he gets shot with the with the crossbow and then he immediately <laughs> like... goes on snark mode. And he's like, <laughs> like, you know, I've always hated crossbows <laughs> because they're so hard to reload. reload. Stab. Stab. And the guy's dead. And he's like, yeah. ah, suck it. And he like takes down like four guys before they eventually get Wait, him. Wait, how many? Um, I can't remember. I didn't count. I should have counted. I think he, he gets at least a half dozen. Remember, remember back in season one when we used to keep a kill count? <laughs> <laughs> remember when we used to wear those rose-colored glasses where we thought that we could count all the blood? Now there's too much blood on our glasses. Oh, yeah. We can't even see out of it. If yeah. They're not rose-colored glasses. They're blood-colored glasses. Yeah, sorry about that. That, that <laughs> This is a long apology coming. We couldn't do it. Yes. We, we just... We tapped out by season two. That should yeah. say something. No, about no, this I show. don't even think we made it to season two. I don't think so either. I got disillusioned. <laughs> got real sad. 
Um, let's talk about plans because a lot of people still have some ongoing plans too. Um, you know, Tyrion had a, a plan that he put into action. We saw the, you know, how that came about. And then he ended the episode with a new plan, you know, to get um, Littlefinger to help him get Jamie released. Um, mm-hmm. So, th- but he, that's not the only plan that's there still at the end of the episode. I want to know yeah. who do you think has the best plan at the end of the episode oh, and who do you think has the worst plan? At, oh, at the end. So I can't count his plan that he. No, you can't did. count that one. It has to be okay. moving forward. This is the criteria for this question always, uh, Zach. Whatever. <laughs> you don't <laughs> own me. All right. Um. So. Best plan moving forward. I honestly, the thing with it is, I honestly don't know. The thing with it is, I know Tyrion has an idea of how it's going to work, but I honestly have no idea how he's going to get Littlefinger to help him get Jamie out using Catelyn. Like, that just baffles me. Okay. So you are just waiting to see how this all comes yeah. together. The thing with it is, I can't give it to him because I have no idea how to do it. Like, I'll put him, like, solid. Like, he'll probably be a solid second just because I don't know how it's going to go. Um, what about, um, well, we have Theon's plan to join the Greyjoys. I think that that's honestly the worst plan. That's the worst plan. I think that Theon's plan to like go full Greyjoy is like going to be the worst plan for him. He would have been better if he like ran back and like warned the Starks, but (laughs) he went for bigger glory for himself, which is such a Theon. What about, um, Renly and Marjorie's plan right now? Marjorie even has, (laughs) seems to have a separate plan where she's like, listen, like I got this great idea about how you can get me a baby. We can all... Have sex together. It'd be fun. Let's get Loris in here. Yeah. I think uh, one of the better plans, it's not even necessarily a plan. It's just like sort of Catelyn's presence and trying to like guide Renly. I feel like that's one of the better plans. So maybe she her plan to come it. there and negotiate with Renly? I feel like that's a fantastic plan, plan because she has, well, unless Marjorie intercedes, there's nothing that I think could stop Catelyn from getting the support of at least some of the people in camp um, Renly. What do you think is going to be the outcome of that? Do you think maybe Renly and Rob will work together? Do you I think, think that... I think it's know, honestly going to come to... Marjorie came on too nice. I feel like the 20, like, the, the little bit extra of her that is Tyrion E is going to basically be like, she sees what Catelyn's doing. She wants Renly to just be the king, and she's going to, like, intercede, and then, like, Brienne's just going to, like, pick her up so and, like, th- take her out. You think it's going to be in, w- in one of these, like, Stannis situations where Stannis won't recognize Rob because Rob is basically breaking up the kingdom. Yeah. And Renly's going to do the same thing. He's like, listen, like, I get what Rob yeah, he's doing, trying to do he's the breaking same- up the kingdom. Yeah, he's trying... I think, like, Stan- Stannis is going to... Tr- no. Renly. Renly is going to do the same thing, basically, but he's not going to be as good as it because he has a much more flowery view on how things can happen and like the war is going to be higher <laughs> terrible and harsh and like stannis gets that but renly's just like i have a hundred thousand men isn't that great yep <laughs> <laughs> and i think that like catlin's gonna bring that to light and bring out his like sort of weaknesses and then he's gonna feel like he needs to go to her and then it's gonna be where marjorie steps up and is like hey <laughs> i think it's funny this. that you also earlier uh, mentioned uh, I, I, also, I also yeah there because yeah. they're Sorry. aligned with the Tyrells and the Tyrells yes, are flowers. Yeah, they're flowers. They're sigils. They're the rose. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. The, I honestly think that it's like the women running this situation in this camp. Yes, it's... It, well, if you... Especially if you include uh, Brienne in that list, too. Yeah. Know, oh, yeah. She's going to run Catelyn that place. And Brienne. You know, it's, it's going to be... It, 
a great a great place to be if you're a woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so are are we saying so? So Catelyn's plan for sure is the best plan. You're saying I kind of like that one the most at this point. Okay. Um, well, a lot of good things happen for our characters. A couple of bad things for some. Um, yeah. How hopeful do you feel at the end of this episode? Ooh, On a scale of one to ten. I don't think. People are going to get the things they want. Things are going to not go the way I want. Because as much as I like Tyrion, I don't want him to let Jamie free. And I feel like he's unfortunately going to have that happen to some extent. And I okay. don't feel like Catelyn's going to get what she wants. Um, Theon can die in the ocean. and um, <laughs> He can just drown with the drowned god. Yeah, he can just chill out there with Cthulhu or whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm... I'm probably going to waver a little bit less than last week's out of 5.5. Well, okay. I'm, so you somehow go down even though Tyrion was awesome and Marjorie was awesome. Well, now and see, Catelyn you're talking awesome about overall Brienne goals awesome. where people I want. No, it's not a matter of people being awesome. It's a matter of how I want the war to overall come out with oh, who on the top. Okay. I'd like there to be a king of the north. I'd like ah. the Lannisters to get beaten down, and I'd like the Greyjoys to just sort of stay away. And you're seeing the chances for that. <laughs> for all of those things are going to get, get fracked. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. It's just a, it's such an interesting scene, the scene where Theon decides, like, all right, I know my true allegiance now. And yeah. for me, it was a little bit unexpected when I first watched it because, I mean, bit. you saw Theon be all like, Rob's my buddy, we're friends. We know, fought together, we we're fought warriors. together. Yes, and I agree. When I, when I first watched it, I was with you on the same page. Like, oh, well, this is what Theon's going to do. He's going to play his dad against uh, against rob but he's really reporting to rob about what's going on yeah, i don't and, know like that's what i thought was I gonna just happen. have no idea what's going to happen as this keeps going like and that's what excites me because the more players get brought in the more you see their strategies the more it's like oh mm. my goodness yes. what is even going to happen and then there's also like stinking wild card um ice zombies yes the white walkers in the north and you also have across the sea just, daenerys who we didn't yeah, see this episode yeah daenerys which is weird because it was in the opening credits but whatever it was in the opening credits that we'd go there but we didn't i think <laughs> i think we've hit the the maybe one of the first moments in the show though where you you really get a sense of this is really a global story yeah um you know we're in a lot of different places and we're in so many different places now we can't see everybody even anymore no. i mean this episode we got to see rob i mean no we didn't get to see no rob. we didn't get to see rob we saw bran though once we got we, to see bran and we got Daenerys to see at all or rob we didn't see um we saw john once in the whole episode oh yeah yeah you know? and that was just him just sort of being brought in and it's like right you done goof and he's like wait you knew he was just throwing babies out into the wild it's like he's sacrificing them this is an important outpost john snow you don't know a daggone thing just mm. go sit in the corner and pout Oh, that reminds me, too. I forgot. I was going to ask a question about this, but I have to ask it now because oh I just remembered it. Oh, boy. Um, in the north, in that first scene, we saw Sam um, with one of Craster's wives. Oh, and he gives geez. her his mother's thimble. Oh, that's not going to go well. That I could put that as maybe that actually might qualify as the worst plan <laughs> <laughs> because Craster's going to know. Yeah. The, old, the old creeper on Craster Ranch is going to be like, hey, I didn't give that to you, and you don't get things that I don't know about. Yeah. You got that from those people. Slap, 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 kill, murder. Hey, you guys aren't allowed to ever again. It, yeah, the next time they come through there, like, Craster's going to be sitting on his porch playing, 
you know, with her head like as the banjo. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the thimble like up her nose. I don't know. It's going to be pretty terrible. It's going to be awful. That's, and that's a very morbid thought. I don't know why I laughed at that. Maybe you're the, the one who sort of incited it, but I made that's it worse. True. Maybe, maybe we're bad people. Maybe we are bad people. Maybe we're terrible people. Maybe, I maybe we shouldn't tell the listeners that and they should figure it out for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we've just watched way too much Game of Thrones. Oh no! <laughs> Maybe Game of Thrones is doing it to this. Maybe it's we're we're proving the classic argument that television makes you violent and crazy and hmm. turns your brain to mush. Uh, but I've been thinking while watching this show more than I have for a lot of other things. <laughs> That's true. That that is something I can give Game it, of Thrones. The show it is, it has it is a very so literary quality to it. Yes. So it's you know you you can't it's made from books. <laughs> you can't help but watch it and kind of turn on your mind and think about it a little bit that's one of the things i really appreciate about the show and also their characters aren't like one-dimensional they're characters you can think about and be like i think they'll do that but i don't actually know they start as like the stock stereotypes and then they like move someplace really interesting well yeah after your brain's like okay that's that person and then you keep going you're like oh right they're that, like an onion. They that's got one layers. Of, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I'm excited for you meeting uh, Brienne and Marjorie, who are kind yes. of, you know, introduced. I mean, Brienne, at least, is a little bit of a stereotype when you first meet her. She's like your Whatever. classic tomboy. Bring on unite. all the strong women characters. <laughs> I want them all. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> so, yes. Well, this has been episode three of season two in a nutshell mm-hmm. and uh, some of Zach's feelings about it. Um, so. He does have a lot of feelings, and I'm sure you have a lot of feelings, too. <gasps> yeah, we so, like to know. We'd like to know your feelings. You can connect with us um, on Twitter, on YouTube, um, on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just drop by, leave a comment, like, subscribe, whatever. Uh, we, yeah. We'd love to hear from you. If you are following along with Zach and watching this for the first time, which I recommend you to do, it's actually really fun just to like watch through the show and kind of recap it with somebody yeah. and you can recap it with us um, with us or with another friend bring new people to it it's yes, a series worth true. watching i i didn't give it the time of day at first and now i feel like a dumb dummy again <laughs> um so yeah and then if you are the type of person who has seen the show have read the books uh feel free to drop a question in you know in the same yes. leading fashion oh man that i i've been giving them to zach too i'm sure it's delicious for you yeah. who have seen it before oh, and man. are capitalizing on zach's complete lack of knowledge Mm. um i know it's delicious for me (laughs) so we'd love to hear those too even if it has to happen off air i we appreciate getting that stuff yes it's very nice it is very fun um you can also find our youtube channel i already kind of talked about that a little bit but uh that's useful npcs Mm -hmm. Uh, we have a lot of gaming videos on there um so if you're into that sort of thing you can check us out there um Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun (laughs) <laughs> we also put the stuff that you'll find on the podcast. I don't know. I don't know how you're listening to this, listeners. I'm not omniscient. That's true. I don't know how you're doing this. You, but we do have this now on iTunes, but you could be listening yeah. to this on YouTube, in which case you already know about our gaming videos probably. But then you can also the right watch it on side. iTunes. You could like listen to it in stereo. If you don't have stereo speakers, you can just get them all in the monos and then like surround sound this podcast. Oh my goodness. Uh ooh, do you let do our voices that? envelop you. Like dark, dark white chocolate. Like velvet velvet <laughs> we are so good at this yeah that was bad i'm sorry yeah you know i it, think it's, it's more more like corduroy cameron it's okay the rough canvas <laughs> warmer um 
threadbare cheesecloth. <laughs> I was going to say cardboard, but you know. <laughs> I was trying to stick with the fabric theme. <laughs> oh, I thought cardboard was a fabric. <laughs> what have you been wearing? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, never mind. I won't make the Zoolander reference. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was going to say I'm wearing derelict. <laughs> derelict. <laughs> Well, you can derelict my balls, Capitan. <laughs> Capitan. Yeah, get ready. Um, see, I bet you never thought you were going to see Zoolander that too. Zoolander reference in a Game of Thrones podcast. See, we, we bring you, you just, you just got to be on your toes all the time. All the time. All the time. Well. Why aren't you jogging while you're listening to this? You might be. Some people <gasps> listen to podcasts while they work out. Oh, my goodness. Good job. Good job, you. Good job, whoever you are. Because you know what? You're alive today and you're beautiful. Good job. Okay. You know, I think we mercifully need a segue out of here. So right now the music is going to come in. Oh, no, it's here. And then we're going to start bantering, you know, a but little why? bit. why? Well, because we have to, Zach. That's how this works until we slowly fade but out. Music, I, don't get I know it means that you don't get to see the next episode, but you'll survive.